I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most procedurally generated podcast network. Hello. 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 Oh, wait, let's try it again. Indie games. Indie games. Indie games. Indie games. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All the Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. I'm Jonathan Valenzuela. And uh, would you believe it, for the first time in the history of the podcast, except for uh, actually we, two episodes ago, we only talked about phone games. Whatever. Yeah. Not to underrail this great feat on this episode, we are not going to be talking about one game that we played on Nintendo Switch. Yes. It took... Snap, 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 snaps. It took uh, took a bunch of effort, but we did it. We've heard that one guy yeah. complaining on Twitter that all we do is talk about Switch games. <laughs> this episode's for you, buddy. Today we're talking about one PlayStation game, one Xbox game, and one phone game. Phone game. Hell yes. Um, it being uh, almost Halloween. Halloween's mere days away at this spooky point. Spooky season. I thought we could kick things off with uh, what I think is the spookiest game on Apple Arcade. Ooh. Um, and it is a game called Inmost. Yes. Um, so, look, we love Apple Arcade over at All the Small Games. My God, it's maybe it's Game of the Year 2019. <laughs> Apple Arcade, Game of the Year. Um, and uh, I think, you know, our, our, all we've really talked about so far is that initial incredible, you know, bundle of games that came on launch day that we haven't even got through like a third of yet. Yeah, I'm still... Like, I find that I, find that I, I get favorites and just stick with them. Like, I, I have I'm a pretty much like... I haven't even been playing Grindstone uh, yeah. up until like a couple of days ago. But uh, yeah, the, the it, we were wondering like, you know, how often are we going to get updates? And we're kind of getting updates like four new games a they, week at this point. They just kind of, they trickle in, but it's steady. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be like, you wait and then they'll do like, because it was September launch. I thought it was going to be like, boom, here's the October dump. But they yeah. just kind of like, it's it's one thing I've noticed though. I wish, and maybe I haven't looked at Arcade recently, but I wish they just had a section of like, here is what's released very recently. Oh, they have that. They do, but yeah. I've, I've looked through it and it's still like still a bunch of games from the original release that I'm like, those are. As amazing. of last night, when I looked at it, it was all things that have come out in awesome. the last few okay, weeks. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, I haven't looked. I haven't looked that recently. Um, I guess when they're, you know they're still trying to push that initial crop. Maybe yes, they all of mix course. It up. Of yeah, course. now it's all. So yeah, I mean, when you compare it to like you know, I have PlayStation Plus. Um, I guess the main reason you would get that on Nintendo Switch Online is so you can play their games online. Yeah. But as an added bonus, I mean, PlayStation Plus is like. 80 bucks Australian, 70 bucks, somewhere yeah. in between those two. And uh, I, I get two games a month. But it's not even... I mean, Apple Arcade isn't even... 
equivalent to PlayStation no. Plus. It's Game Pass. It's ga- yeah, you're yeah, right. It's Xbox course. Game Pass. Okay, well, how often do you get up- updated like, extra games for Game Pass? Fairly often. Game maybe, Pass rules. I maybe I kind of once would. or twice a month. Like, the game I'm discussing today is a game that came out two days ago and it was on Game Pass immediately. Um, for us to be getting, like... Like we've, there were, four games came out last week, and then today, when I checked at the store, four new games have come out today as well. God damn! So we, if we're going to get weekly bundles of games from Apple that's, Arcade, that's insane that's and, and kind of terrifying, considering like the amount of quality. Like I've played far more good games than I have bad on Apple Arcade so yeah. far. And even the bad ones, I'm like, oh, I understand who this is for. It's just not me. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but there's got to be a tipping point. Like, when would, is it? Let's predict. Yeah. When, when does Apple Arcade turn to shit? <laughs> um, when did the Mayans predict the world was going to... No, that was years <laughs> ago. Um, no, I mean, look, I, my, my hope is that they can run for as long as they can with a real focus on quality, but there's going to come a point where it's like, meh. So, like, I mean, in the last uh, fortnight, we've had... Uh, there's a Pac-Man game now. Yeah. So, like, as far as, like, you know, big name uh, sure, publishers sure, sure. doing stuff. Um, and then... We, there's a new game that everyone's talking about called Manifold Garden, which is yep. apparently super sick. I, I played maybe 10, 15 minutes of that the other day. Very interesting. Did you pick up one recently as well? Like you, one of the newer Apple Arcade joints that you were talking about earlier? Maybe not. Um, no. Okay, well, Inmost is a game. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, sorry, I missed the segue. I picked up Inmost. Oh, no, I thought, I, no, I thought you actually played someone else. Don't worry, it was on me. I right, fucked this right, one right. up, John. And uh, you know what? This, this podcast, this episode, it's not a real episode. <laughs> It's a spooky episode well, This is a spooky game uh, Inmost is a game That was published by Chucklefish Yes um, Chucklefish uh, Most famous for being The previous um, As of like a few weeks ago They oh, are no yeah. longer The publishers of Stardew Valley Stardew Valley is an, is an Independently published game Fully independent now I'm, I'm very curious What happened there uh, Because I, it was like I think like That guy just You know I mean, Stardew Valley Kind of put Chucklefish On the map yeah. More so than the other way around Yeah that's true um, <clears throat> I mean not, not to say That Chucklefish Haven't done a lot of Great stuff But um you know, Stardew Valley is far bigger than every it, other game it's it made was, combined. It, it was made solo. It doesn't need anyone. But, I mean, Starbound is Risk of Rain. Sorry, not sorry. My bad. Stardew Valley is like Starbound, Risk of Rain, Wargroove. Yeah. Um, uh, several other um, games. Um, one that we played recently, Time Spinner. I played that one earlier. Right. Yeah, earlier yeah, this yeah. year. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're the publishers of um, Inmost, which has been developed by Hidden Layer Games, a company yeah. that I'm not familiar, familiar with. They seem... I'm going to... To take a take a leap based on the amount of V's and Y's in their last <laughs> names, that this is a Russian developer. I would one hundred percent say that as well. Alexei Testov and Andrei Vinchovsky. Vinchovsky. Vinchkovsky. Vinchkovsky. There we go. Yeah, you got a bit more Russian blood in you than I do. I'm just I'm hooked on phonics, baby. I'm pure Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Inmost is a um, a really unsettling adventure game. You've played a little bit of it, right? <coughs> Do you, should I embarrass myself now before we get any deeper Go for into it, this? Please, so I was I was very excited to see in most in the Apple Arcade. Um, Had you heard of it? Like in yeah, the it right. was like I think it was in one of the like one of the convention coverage mega trailer threads I did. I was oh, like, right, this looks cool. sick. Really looking forward to in most. So I opened the game, started playing, and the very first bit, you're a child in like a bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to open the door, but the door's locked. Yep. So I'm like, what am I, okay, what am I trying to do here? And you can drag stuff as well. So there's a chair. I drag a chair over to the door, climb up on it, try to open the door. I just keep climbing off the chair. I'm like, what's going on? So I go, hold on, there's a stool over there. I drag the chair out of the way, drag the stool there instead. Exact same problem. 
And at that bit, I'm like, man, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't unlock a door with a stool. No, but it was or like... Or a chair, no, or no, no. both. It was all about like, because the, the handle's too high for you to reach, you climb oh, up right. on. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't get it to the right spot to trigger opening the door. Oh, okay, And sure. at the, I was just like, it was, I'll, I'll return in on it. I, man, I highly recommend you do. Because yeah, yeah I, when I, so in this game, you control... Um, three three characters. You um, the main character is like a, a man with a beard, who and his it's a man with a beard. It's a little girl, and then it's a knight. Yes, female knight, I think. Uh, just, I just I don't a, I don't a know. Knight. Yeah, a, 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 a knight. That's their gender. Mm. Um, and uh, you start out by controlling this girl, and it's very much a kind of like uh, point and click adventure style where you kind of drag her, like you know, she'll walk as you, where you push, like you know, pull, yeah. pull your finger in the direction of, and then you'll, you'll, you'll interact with an ob- object, either lift it up or pick it up or try and open it, etc., etc. Um, and then you take it back to the door or like duck to the thing, you'll climb it, you know, blah blah. blah. That's sure. you know, you know it, it's pretty standard adventure make, mechanics. Make it's, me look bad here. It's Go. slow. Roast me. <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty slow game. Sure. Right? You need a lot of patience for that early stuff, especially when in the trailer. Um, they mostly focus on the knight. Yes. Um, the, the main character you, you control in this is, is a man mm-hmm. who um, is a mix of adventure, point and click kind of mechanics. But he can, he can also um, find kind of weapons and he also uh, has to run away and use like kind of like things in his environment to destroy various monsters and slimes that yeah. are trying to attack him. Slimes. Um, and then a problem. I know the, the, the story doesn't seem to be too linear. It kind of jumps from person to person. They seem to be all set during different time periods. The knight certainly far earlier than the other characters are. Um, the knight is pure action game. And I, I almost right. like, as much as I'm enjoying the story that, that that's unfolding in the adventure sections, controlling the knight who is has a weapon and a grappling hook. Nice. And that's it. Like, he can't jump. You just kind of, like, drag him towards your enemies. You, you poke at them or slash up to attack them. And then once he's in an area where he can grapple to, he'll pull his grapple hook out and then he'll, like, you, you, you touch right. again and then he shoots off in that direction. Okay. Um, it's a really fun little um, match-up, like a mix-up of different game mechanics. Uh, the story... I, I thought this was going to be, like, a relatively short game. Right. Uh, I'm, like been playing it for over two hours now. Okay. Um, and uh, for a phone adventure game, that's um, divided up into chapters. Like that is, it's a, it's pretty meaty. I nice. think, I think I've done maybe like uh, maybe 15, 16 chapters. And I'm like, I couldn't even tell you if I'm even remotely halfway. Right. Okay. Um, that is, you're that meant is to, you meant to collect like, there are 80 like little collectibles you can get along the, along the way on your, on your adventure. And I have 30 something of them. And I feel like I've been getting all of them. Right. Okay. So uh, how long would you say a, a chapter is on average? It depends, like maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Depends um, on difficulty, I guess. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, like some of the, the, the earlier chapters are quite short because they're just kind of introducing you to the characters and what the characters can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't see a knight. The, the first knight one's very short because it's just like, whoa, action, you're actually doing stuff this time. Um, but uh, look, some of the puzzles are definitely obtuse. Um, and uh, when some of the enemies show up, I mean, when you're playing as the man, it is so, some, like, it, it is so scary because... He is such a useless to move character, right? And the monsters that are that are chasing you are so quick on their feet and and like like menacing, and you're just like just like kind of like all you can do is hold your thumb down, and sure. he'll, he'll he'll move. It's nothing you can do to make him go faster. Yeah, you just have to be like you know when you can interact with something, you have to do it, tap it as quickly as you can. And I know it seems really simple and easy, but there is such a stress that goes along to it. And if you miss a split second, he'll kill you. Yeah. Um, really violently too. Oh wow! Um, and there's also like like tons of like uh like 
bizarre little achievements that you get along the way. I, I was, you know, someone that uh, plays majority of his games on on Switch. I'm not used to achievements, of course. Um, and this one is is uh, is, is riddled with them in a, in a fun way, though. Like, and I think there are lots of weird bonus achievements that you get by like just being in the right place at the wrong time, or you know, yeah, right yeah, place, yeah. right wrong time. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. Yeah, um, but the the graphics are like, uh, uh, you know. They look like they look simple to look at first. It's like simple pixel art grip graphics, but uh, the lighting in this game is uh, yeah. is really unique. And in fact, you know, when a lot of the rooms uh, rely on you trying to find a way to turn a light light switch on, like yeah, like it really does make a difference when it, it illuminates different parts of the of the of the room. The shadows, obviously, all of the all the monsters are just represented as like these black shadowy slime creatures. Okay, um, and uh, that's really effective too. Um, the the music is really grim and morose. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a really, really unique and cool and weird game. Um, I'm wondering if it's going to... Like, is it an Apple Arcade exclusive or is it going to make its way... No, it's on, it's on uh, Steam. It's on Steam, yeah. Steam as well. And uh, obviously people are... Are they bringing it to Switch? I think they might be bringing it to Switch. Um, These guys have mostly made like games yeah. that do not like appealing to me at all. Like, Available 2019, so I'm guessing it's coming. So like the, the, the previous games they made are like Back to Candyland, which looks like a kind of Ooh. like you know a bedazzled or whatever, those yeah. bejeweled. Um, big, old, big old no. Disease Warrior, which is like a shooter. Back to Zombieland. Funny malls. They're going back to a lot of places, <laughs> aren't they? Um, but this is uh, this is really really this was to be a passion project that they're yeah. making these direct games to uh to to fund uh, it's it's really really cool yeah um I think also like you know the earlier games are probably made using very primitive kind of like flash sure, or you course, know HTML yeah. technology whatever the um, latest Russian technology <laughs> um but yeah no look I'm looking forward to getting out of the door and actually moving on to there's, the rest there's, of the there's game. a whole world out there John um but uh yeah I think. It might be another one of those games where I'm like, I'm j- just Apple Arcade has got me thinking about getting a, a mobile phone controller. Like I know you can, I know you I'm can. A, yeah, I, I want to get the one that you plug that you that you click into your PlayStation or Xbox controller, and then your phone's just hold, held above it. Have you seen those? I have. Yeah, it's yeah, a very yeah. cheap, much cheaper option than a phone. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Um, but yeah, but yeah I th- think this one would probably benefit from a, from a controller. It even recommends that you can play with a controller at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a few on the arcade that have done that. Definitely play it with uh, with headphones too. Of course, yeah, the, 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 you won't be as unsettled without those uh, right. grisly sound effects. I've uh, I've actually I've I finally have put headphones in my switch case. Oh, very good. So that is now insane. I'm just, yeah, not that, okay. I've just I've been yeah. <laughs> I think I have two two sets in there. <laughs> anyway, enough about the Nintendo Switch. I'm going to talk, sure. talk about Nintendo Switch on this podcast. We don't about the Nintendo Switch anymore. Tell me about my beloved console, the Xbox oh One. <laughs> well. The aforementioned game, as I mentioned earlier, I, I jumped into Game Pass because um, uh, in much the same way with Inmost, Lonely Mountains Downhill was another game that uh, I did a roundup of. Mm-hmm. I think E3 might have been, might have actually been the Xbox showcase that that came from. But um, Lonely Mountains Downhill is a like downhill mountain biking game. Now right. I think it's... That's right. I remember this one. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I feel like sports are a really underserviced uh, sort of genre in the indies, like when they when indie guys when indie developers do sports, they tend to abstract it. Yep, totally. Um, I think the game, I think it's called Pyre by um, 
the guys that did Bastion and Supergiant Super games. Giant yeah, um, I think that like, like that's kind of like game, like right? football or basketball yep. sort of game, but obviously so abstracted that it doesn't it doesn't you mm-hmm. know relate back. This is it's it, it is what it says on the box. It's a downhill mountain biking game. Um, it has a very kind of like blocky polygonal style but is super bright and the environments feel like really kind of like nice to like very very natural sort of to looks, ride through it looks like claymation almost like a plus it has a plus yeah, it's feel, got yeah. it's got the the tilt, yeah. tilt shift yeah, uh, visuals right. where it's like the middle of the screen is in focus and the outside of the screen is is blurry and it makes everything look smaller and like a toy kind of thing um it's fucking difficult yeah. it's not easy like Speaking of achievements, the the first like three achievements I earned were based on like you you hit a rock like you fell off the bike twenty times, and then the second <laughs> one's like you hit two trees at once when you bailed, and, like you hit three rocks at once, um, and it's kind of, like you have the option to turn blood off, but it's really satisfying to leave it on because you just go like crunch into a rock and like <laughs> droplets of blood come spraying out. Great. Um, but it's it's cool. It feels it feels good to control the bike. Like I'm very early on. I only had a chance to do about two hours worth of playing last night. Is it like an endless runner style kind of game? No, I know there are levels. So there's 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 trails that you run down. So like I um I managed to make it to the second kind of mountain you go down yesterday. Each mountain has four trails that you you earn by like doing challenges to unlock the next trail. Um, it's I have there are some frustrations I have like the camera can get frustrating at times because the really fun thing with this game is like there is the normal trail that you can take down but if you keep your eye out you notice like shortcuts so you might be like riding the trail and then you see a little valley go off to the side and you're like okay I'll just ride down there instead and it might be a bit more difficult down there but it'll shave time off your run Mm -hmm. Um, and it's always really cool to be like hold on a second I'm not going to take that left turn. I'm going to keep going straight and then I can do some huge cool jump over a track and keep kind of riding. So it's got that great like explorative element to it mm-hmm. um, that that keeps it a bit fresher and means you're always like cuz the first time you do like the f- the first time you do the trail, it's just just get down to the finish line. Yeah. That's it. And then the challenges add on like do it do it with less than however many falls or do it in this amount of time. So once you've kind of done your first run, then you start refining like, okay, I know this shortcut exists here. I'll take that instead. That'll cut some time off. It's a bit more dangerous in terms of falls, et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, so I'm very early on. I only have like the starter bike. You can unlock like five other bikes after that that have various benefits to them. Only done the first two trails of the first mountain and then the, the first trail of the second mountain. Um, really nice difference in environment as well. Like the second mountain, it's autumn. Uh, so you're riding through like sun dappled orange yeah, trees, cool. kind yeah. of thing. Like really beautiful environments. This this you'll find funny. I love that there's no music. Okay. It's just it. All you hear is just like the pedals, bro. It's it's the sound of your bike, uh, birds chirping, and like the wind rustling through the trees. That's pretty like, lovely. I, f- I feel like it would have been if you know you start pedaling and suddenly it's like like I would have been like oh okay fine, but it's just it's weirdly Pete like. It's peaceful to hear you slamming into a rock repeatedly <laughs> without a musical backing. Um, like I said, I, I picked... John a, likes to hear the blood. Yeah. So developed by Megagon Industries and published by Thunderful, 
Um, it's on PlayStation 4 and Nintendo. Uh, it's PlayStation 4, Windows, and Xbox One currently. It will be coming to Nintendo Switch at some point. Um, it's weird that there's always a lag for developers that do like. It'll always be like PS4, Xbox, play, PC. I think Switch coming soon. I think Switch is one of the more difficult consoles to develop. For. Yeah, that that seems fair. And like the amount of, I mean, I've, I've been, the amount of not that we talk about Switch games on this podcast, but the amount mm. of Switch games that I've been playing lately that have like bugs in them. I'm like, yeah, right. I understand why you would want to take your time with it. Of course, um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's the sort of game that I'm definitely looking forward to. It's not something I'd pour hours and hours and hours into. Like, there's no. It plot. looks like one you could do accidentally. What do you mean? Pour hours and hours into. That's that is fair. Last night during my my second chunk of playing, I did reach a point where I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like it's almost eleven. I should really go and do other things at this point in time. But it was I was locked in that whole like, I need to. I want to beat this chat, or I want to get down this trail. Like, yeah. I I need to kind of thing. Um. It does have checkpoints, so it's like whenever you crash, you don't go right back to the beginning again. That's, you go back good. to the that's checkpoint. Satisfying. But the number of times I crashed just before a checkpoint I was like, <laughs> "God damn it!" Um, yeah, but, I definitely want to play this game. This looks awesome. Yeah, another it was an, it, it was another thing that I'm like I'm really happy I have Game Pass. Um, I I don't know how much it is if you don't have Game Pass. I'm guessing it'd probably be the thirty to forty range. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like. For thirty to forty dollars, I especially with an overseas trip coming up, I probably would have been like, eh, "I'll pump the brakes on that for a while, leave it." But because it's Game Pass, I got home yesterday and just set it installing straight away. So it's uh, twenty nine dollars, twenty eight ninety five on yeah, Steam. Yeah, okay, so about thirty. Yeah, I'd, I'd be guessing a little less than the states, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I was just like I said, happy to just be like, "Cool, I've paid my ten ninety nine this month or nine ninety nine or whatever. Give it to me." I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Awesome. Well, yeah. so that is uh, the phone game, the Xbox game. There's only one console that we talk about on this podcast that we haven't talked about yet, and that is the PlayStation 4. Yes. Now, I am a, I've am i always been a uh, Nintendo slash PlayStation gamer. Since the Switch came out, I've been playing it less and less. Um, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to Death Stranding. And uh, I was like, you know, gotta gotta find a game that's gonna just help me relearn that controller because you know you forget it. the yeah. muscle memory it goes. Yeah. Uh, and so a game came out um, a few uh, weeks ago, um, developed by Pixelopus. 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 It might be um, a Russian. You help me with this one. Uh, hold on. Pixelopus. Uh, what is it? What's the game? It's Concrete Genie. Oh, right, right. Is the name let's, of it? Let's see. Concrete typing noises. Uh, Concrete Genie is Pixel Opus. Pixel Opus. You're right. It's two words. You split it up in the middle, Evans. No need to make it. Was, yeah. No, yeah. You know, you don't want to try to do here. Um, so they are a. Um, they're an in-house Sony Interactive Entertainment developer um, from California. Um, right. But they're still a small, a small team working on small games. Um, and Concrete Genie is absolutely a small game, even though it is probably the best-looking small game I've played this year. Yeah. In terms of like full 3D visuals, um, it is a game in which you play a young artist who uh, returns to the now 
uh, shitty and uh, and dangerous uh, part of town that he grew up in mm-hmm. uh, to spend the day drawing his surroundings uh, when he encounters a bunch of ruffian youths who uh, who take his sketchbook and rip all the pages out and throw them into the sky. But something is afoot in this dangerous old part of Whoa. town, John. This, the pages, when he collects them, they're coming to life. And he basically draws in his book all these cool like monsters. Um, and in this game, they're called genies. And so right. you, uh, you, you draw your genies on the wall okay. and they come to life. And so these drawings that are attached to the wall follow you around and help you get past obstacles. Your, your, your goal is to basically bring, make this old rundown part of the world as uh, beautiful as you remember it when you were a kid. And you do that by uh, like basically covering the walls in your art. Um, you have to like basically all, all the genie, like the first genie you make is a fire genie. And so okay. he can help you by making things on fire and burning things for you. Um, and so in order to, um, he'll basically, he, all, all the genies want a particular thing drawn. And so you, you collect different designs as you move throughout the world. It's a 3D um, platformer sure. kind of uh, style, but more in the way of like, an uncharted game. It's almost like like my first uncharted style game because right. there is some climbing involved and but then yeah, then there is this like painting mechanic which is entirely done using motion controls with okay. the uh, PS4 controller. And uh that part is not as uh as like tuned as I guess they as they as they thought. I don't know, maybe I just need to get used to it. But you basically um to paint you you hold one of the triggers down and you that's you know that's the apply paint button and then you move the controller around in your hands and it right. it paints for you. It's not very precise, mm-hmm. but it, it's fun. It's a nice little change up. There is a way you can turn on stick painting. Right. Okay. Um, which I, I may do if this uh, if that I continue to not seem, get better at this. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it almost seems like the move controllers would be better for what they're trying to do. Well, I think you can use move controllers. You, there is actually a VR component of this game too, which I'll definitely be checking out. Checking out once I finish the main main campaign. Apparently, the main campaign is around six hours long. I'd Sounds be uh, about right. close to that halfway point. Um, yeah, it looks it looks really beautiful, and uh, the story. You know, I was like when I heard it was kind of like about bullying. I was like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. But it's done really well and sweet. Like it isn't preachy. It's like you know, so far. I mean, like maybe there's a big you know, he's just like this is just an outcast kid that that wants to you know stay hidden and draw right. his drawings. And these guys are just a bunch of dicks. It could be at the end they could hit you with a and the real paintings were the friendships we made along exactly, the way. Yeah, oh true. no! And not that you have any friends, main character. You fucking loser. Yeah, <laughs> you painting nerd. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a it's it's really fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, even though like I haven't really faced anything particularly challenging at the moment, it's cool. It's like a, a different take on like I guess one of those story based uh, games like a Gone Home or a okay, either Finch style like you know. Like you know, what are they like? Adventure story slash learn thing about learn things about your emotions. Yeah, I, that's back simulator. Yeah, walking simulator. <laughs> emotion as emotion simulator. Um, this is far more than your average walking sim. You it is it is an action game. Sure. Um, but you uh, yeah you, you basically create these big hulking painted giants that can help you uh, traverse around this world, unlock new areas through painting on the walls. And would you say there's a there's an element of the old Metroidvania to it? Uh, I mean, in the way that you're picking up. Yeah, I mean, uh, there haven't really been too many areas that I can't access yet. Okay, uh, but um, let's stretch this definition, man. Yeah, Every, everything's a Metroidvania. Every game is a Metroidvania. Life, the ultimate Metroidvania. <laughs> uh, but no, it's 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 really cool. It's it's, I mean, it's fun as hell to play something on my screen again. I, I yeah. haven't been playing games on my TV all year, <laughs> um, and 
I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to upgrade on them. I'm thinking oh, about shit. Think about getting that OLED. Really? Yeah, oh, new uh, screen, new big, big new TV. Would you go PS5 when it's out next year? Yeah, yeah. I think you know I have enough video uh, podcasts about video games now right. that I should probably stay up to date with uh, all that new shit. Let you people can, know what's good. You can write it off. Put that Patreon money to good to good use. Yeah, nice. we, we should start up a Patreon. We you should know what really, I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. yeah if, if all it costs to, to be a Patreon member of uh, of all the small games is buy us a PS5. <laughs> And then we'll have, all, each of, we'll have 20 each, PS5s each. Each of you buys a PS5. And then we'll strap them all together. <laughs> and, and, and we're going to build a PlayStation 5 robot that can that's programmed to play PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's, only play, it's programmed to play Xbox. <laughs> yeah. It just refuses to do it the whole time. Um, um, but but that, yeah. sounds, that sounds cool. I remember seeing the trailer for it in like E3... In like 2017 Yeah no totally It's been a long time coming I forgot about it And I saw something People yeah. talking about it I was like oh shit It's out awesome yeah. um, I think I, I, if, I'm, if I remember correctly This is like an old video That I saw I, I assume it's this game Like the VR mode You're actually painting things Around you In the space around you And then they interact with you Like so you see the paint As you paint it Okay Apply it around you So I'm really looking forward to that I'm, I think be... I'm going to buy Move controllers again soon Because I have a lot of uh, VR games that require them Have they re-released Move controllers Because I remember Your issue was You could only get them On eBay Uh I mean, I, I think I, I'm sure you can buy them online in lots of places. Sure, I just mean that, that would be where I turn to. Yeah. It's rare to find them in a in a store these days. Yeah, of course. But who goes to stores these days? Not not you or I. No. Um, but yeah, Concrete Genie um, and uh, and the Pixel Opus team. Uh, it's good. It's, it's it's a very Unreal Engine looking game. Of course. Um, but uh, most games that we talk about on the show are. <laughs> uh, but this one looks this one looks really nice. It plays really well. The voice acting is is is, is good too. And uh, the game mechanics are different and fun. It's yeah, great. Sweet. I'm looking forward to, to kind of getting the, the more out of this story. It is that like got that great hook where you're like, oh, all I need to do is paint a few more buildings, and then I've you know I've completed this area. Right. So it's always right. like giving you that, that little dangling that carrot in front of you. Oh, you know, it's not much further to do. Great game design. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, so yeah, I've had a, had a good time of, uh, of of playing games this week. Nice. How about you, John? Yeah, same. Well, it's, uh, lonely. Well, I mean. Lonely Mountains Downhill was yesterday, but I've been I've been fooling around on iOS on Apple Arcade as well and whatnot. So um, this is just new stuff. I want to I want to drop that new knowledge on our audience. Yeah, very important. Uh, next week on the show, we'll be talking about well, I'll be talking about a hat in time. Nice. I'll be talking about Return of the Obra Dinn. Been really looking forward to that one for quite a while. Oh wow, that's amazing! Um, so uh, normally we would end uh, the episode with um, a song from one of the games that we've been playing. Um, I, all the all the game the music from Inmost is like super unsettling, like right. sporadic, like organ, <laughs> and like it's just notes. Right. There's no music except the sound of blood in uh, in Lonely Mountains Downhill. Yeah. So I guess and we're the- gonna play a song from Concrete Genie. Yeah, sure. Hit it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to All the Small Games. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash All the Small Games or on Twitter at All the Small Game. Uh, John is on there at 16 Tacos. I'm at Levdog, L-E-V-D-I-W-G. Uh, and of course, the best way for you to get in touch with us is send us an email. It's all the small games at gmail.com. We love hearing from you and talking about indie games with you. We'll read your, uh, your emails and your questions out on the show, should you wish us to. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to check out some other podcasts I do, um, I've, I've put out two this week, uh, last week. Um, hey Fam, my weekly podcast with Angus Truscott. We did uh, a lot about... Um, that Ring Fit Adventure game. Yeah. It's a Switch game. I mean, look, hey fam, obviously an inferior podcast. We talk about Nintendo Switch games over what's, here. What's we would a, never do that here. What's a Switch, Levens? No, one day we'll find out. I hope so. Um, and then uh, I also recorded an episode of my comic book podcast, Serious Issues, last week as well. Nice. Um, which had been a long time coming. Siobhan Coombs returning. Uh, oh, she's that back. Podcast. She's back, awesome. everybody. 
Who who says a three month old baby will stop you from talking about comic books for two hours with a microphone we'll, we'll in front of you? Listen to find out. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.